Tim Kirkshin, legendary baseball writer, a part of ESPN, and also author of a fantastic book, which I own, by the way. I'm fascinated by Sacrifice Flies. Tim Kirkshin joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Tim, thank you so much for the time, man. How are you? Uh, I'm well, fellas. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate it, Tim. And we are fresh off of the high that saw Shohei Otani and Mike Trout go at it in the last at bat in the World Baseball Classic. And to see that championship won by Japan with that matchup, it was a lot of fun. We were all leading our shows off with it. Tim, I don't think there's a better person on the planet, really, to put this into historical context. What are some of the other head-to-head matchups that compare or even surpass what we saw in the World Baseball Classic? Well, that was pretty darn good because Otani is like no one we've ever seen before. He's the best player in baseball, and he struck out the second-best player in baseball, (laughs) and they happened to be teammates that it was the final out of the game. And it was 102 miles an hour, the fastballs thrown in that inning. And then it's just a ridiculous slider. So, I mean, there have been other bigger at-bats because, you know, guys have hit home runs to win World Series. But this was the end of the WBC, which was a spectacular tournament. The passion, the energy was just tremendous. I saw three games in Arizona, meaning I saw games before we even got to the finals in Miami, and they were sensational. I walked the streets outside of uh, you know Chase Field there in Arizona, and it was like Mardi Gras. There was a party <laughs> going on out there with people singing and dancing and playing instruments. It was just another reminder that baseball is loved all over the world. I think we all needed to hear that again because we've gotten so down on the sport. The WBC lifted the game again, and I think it's going to be a great momentum boost as as we start the regular season in six days. Well, and, and Tim, you mentioned the top two players in baseball on the same team going at it in the World Baseball Classic. It's exactly what I was going to ask you about next. Sometimes I like to nerd out and just go to baseball reference pages and just stare at them, and you see all of the bold within Mike Trout's page. You see what Shohei Otani is doing in both the batting and the pitching section. You mentioned that they're, the both, they're both the best players in baseball. I mean, Tim... How, how do we compare what these guys are doing right now in the modern era compared to some of the other players? Like, are we talking about an ultimate Hall of Fame lore to the highest degree? Are we talking, oh, no, that was a great era. They're Hall of Famers. But, you know, it's it's not necessarily as important in the era. Like, where do we rank these two in historical context with the all-time greats? Well, it's really hard to do because, of course, Ruth and Gehrig played together all those years, and they're at least, they're arguably two of the five greatest hitters in the history of baseball playing on the same team for arguably the greatest team ever, the 27 Yankees. But we're in a different era, and we're talking about. Uh, Mike Trout is a Hall of Famer already because he's got 10 years in. Otani is on the fast track to doing that because, again, no one's ever seen anybody quite like him. Fellas, he hit the hardest ball and threw the hardest pitch during the entire WBC. That's, That's impossible to do. Only he can do that. So I just hope we all appreciate what we're watching here with Mike Trout and now with Otani as teammates because we may look back someday and say, you know, those were 
two of the ten greatest, two of the five greatest players ever to play the game, and they were on the same team. I implore everyone to keep their eye on that. Tim, West Bryan here, and so off of the heels of that, what does Major League Baseball do next to capitalize off that momentum to keep uh, the interest growing, so to speak, after that amazing display? Yeah, well, we just have to keep <laughs> reminding everybody how big and strong and fast these players are today. We've never seen an era of baseball with this many big, strong, fast, talented players. We've never seen an era in baseball where we've seen pitching to this degree. It is phenomenal. We've never seen this velocity. We've never seen secondary pitches like this. This is the hardest hitting environment that I've ever seen. And this is the message we have to get out there to people is that, all right, the game may not be as entertaining as it was 20 years ago because we don't have as many, we have too many walks, homers, and strikeouts. But the players, you, there's no denying, they're like n- no time we've ever seen. And that's what makes baseball so compelling today. With these guys being so good, what do you think as far as, have you seen teammates, a, a pair of teammates as good as these two? And if so, or regardless, are they going to be able to lift the Angels up and, and bring them into contention? Well, again, they, they have a long way to go to match Ruth and Gary, but that that was 80 years ago. But as far as remarkable teammates, these guys are pretty close to the top of the list since there's nobody been quite like Otani. As for the Angels, um, the Angels won 73 games last year, but I really believe after seeing the Angels in spring training, and I get caught up in the positive uh, you know, emotion of spring training all the time. It's a real problem of mine. But that they have a chance to be – they have an outside chance to make the playoffs this year, which would be, of course, great for baseball if that were to happen. Um, their starting pitching is pretty darn good right now. Um, they're, if they can get 145 games out of Trout and 145 games out of Anthony Rendon, who's had a – great spring and Otani is the Otani we've seen the last two years I think the Angels could qualify as that one team that could go from a non-contender into the playoffs this year now I'm still not picking them to make it because a lot has to happen but there is a way there is a way you can present this is a playoff team in 2023 and that would be good for baseball and really good if the Angels hope somehow, some way to keep Otani on their team. And then when it comes to this season, are you looking at the Astros maybe to repeat, or are you taking the field? Well, I'm always taking the field because the field is 29-1. to Um, I really like the Astros. I thought they came into spring training as the clear team to beat. However, since spring training has, has begun, uh, Lance McCullers Jr. came up with a shoulder issue, and it's not major, it doesn't seem, but it's an issue. Michael Brantley and Jordan Alvarez, two of their best hitters, might not be ready to start opening day because of their physical issues. And now Jose Altuve broke his thumb. He's going to be out at least two months. So I still think the Astros are really good. I think one way or another they'll win their division. But these injuries are significant, and I think they're going to may not get off to a roaring start because of this. 
ESPN's Tim Kirkshen joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. It's Wes and Walker. Tim, while we're exploring what the potential teams could do and how they could get to the World Series, what is your outlook for the Atlanta Braves this season? Um, I really like the Braves. Um, their starting pitching is above average. They have a chance to be a great offensive team with Ronald Acuna Jr. coming back, hopefully for his sake, healthy. wasn't healthy really last year. Michael Harris Jr., uh, too, for a, a full season. Austin Riley is a star in the making. He already is there at third base. Um, they still have a shortstop issue that was supposed to be solved in spring training, and it wasn't. Uh, they're, they're going with Orlando Arcia as the veteran guy there. They're, he's not going to be able to replace Dansby Swanson. So there's some work to do there. They're in the wrong division because the Mets are really good. The Phillies are really good. But I like where the Braves are. I wouldn't be shocked if a few developments and they end up back in the World Series this year. That East, three teams are going to the playoffs from the NL East, in my mind, and the Braves are one of them. Well, and speaking about one of those teams, about Steve Cohen coming in this offseason and just spending a whole bunch of money, tried to spend even more with Carlos Correa, but eventually that fell through. What did you make of the money that he did spend? How good is that for the sport of baseball? Well, look, we complain when teams don't spend enough money. <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't seem fair to say, all right, they're spending too much money. Steve Cohen has the money. He's a Mets fan. He wants the team to win and he's allowed to spend as much as he wants. So I, I'm not sure it's good for the game when their payroll is where it is and Oakland's and Baltimore's and others is where it is. But it's, it's difficult to find criticism with him. The, the criticism comes within the industry that they still haven't corrected this problem of payroll disparity. But um, if I'm a Mets fan, my, my best friend is Steve Cohen because he's going to do whatever it takes to make that team good and win a World Series. So is it a problem for the game? Yes, it is. Is Steve Cohen clearly the only one to blame? Absolutely not. Tim, what do you see ahead for Aaron Judge? Do you think he can surpass the year that he had last year? And if not, is there a candidate that can have a year like he had last year or will be on that home run watch? Um, well, I never underestimate Aaron Judge. When you're 6'7", 280, you're that athletic, you're that committed, uh, and you're still young, uh, that guy's capable of almost anything. He really turned himself into a better hitter last year. And being a better hitter made him a better home run hitter, a better all-around player. So I wouldn't be shocked if he hit more than 62 homers this year. I wouldn't bet that's going to happen. But that guy has proven that every year he plays, he gets better. And it's going to be hard for him to be better than he was last year. But um, you never bet against Aaron Judge, not anymore. Tim Kirchin joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. All right, Tim, as much as I would love to continue to talk baseball, I actually want to talk basketball with you because one thing we have not talked about before is the famous photo of you playing basketball against Cal Ripken Jr. What year was that that you played against Cal Ripken, or was there multiple, time, multiple times you played him? 
Well, this is a raging conflict of interest for me because I was covering the team in the late 80s and I ended up in a gym with him and I ended up playing in the same game, which you're not supposed to do then or now or anytime. Did we but, just tell on you? I'm sorry, Tim. I did not yes, mean to do that. Did, but <laughs> okay. I've acknowledged I shouldn't have done that, but it was so much fun. And I also learned so much about him as a baseball player by playing basketball with him. I mean, he was, uh, this is no surprise, but he, he got every loose ball. He got, he guarded the best guy on the other team. He scored when he had to, especially late. He got every difficult rebound. Um, he's just another reminder of how committed he is to playing the game well and playing it properly. We were playing in a dingy little gym at the beginning before he built his own gym. And it's five on five with nobody waiting. So if you lose, you get to play the next game anyway. And he called a timeout at 14 to 14, games straight to 15. He called a timeout. It brought his team over to the side to figure out how they're going to score the final bucket. Uh, they missed. We got the rebound. We scored, and he was furious. Oh yeah, in the pickup game. Oh yeah, that's just that's just who he is and how things work. Oh, that's bush league. You told him it was bush league, right, Tim? Like you, you went right into <laughs> no, his no. face and you yelled at him. No, not in a million years <laughs> would I ever yell at him because I ended up on his team a lot of times. And when I when I was on his team, we usually won because he was the best player on the floor. All right. Well, the other thing I, I have to tell my producer just a little bit. He is a huge fan. He is a huge fan of the Mets as well. But we were talking about your basketball playing days. And a conversation we had before, we had talked about your ability to palm a basketball. And my producer, and I quote, he said, that tiny man is able to palm a basketball. And I said, yes, Tim Kirkshin was able to do that. And you've talked about how freakishly large your hands are before. Like how many times have you had that conversation with people? <laughs> well, <laughs> not very often. Um, I, I can palm a basketball with both hands at the same time, which of course does me absolutely no good as a 66-year-old baseball writer. Let's be clear about that. I have a size seven and a half shoe, and I have giant hands. They're not strong hands. They're big hands. And you can learn to palm a basketball even with smaller hands if you work on it. And that's what I used to do as a kid. I cannot believe you're taking this much time yes. to talk about the fact that I can palm a basketball. It's pointless, but thanks anyway. No, Tim, you're, <laughs> Tim, you're five, four and a half, right? Like that's out there. That is out there in the world, correct? Yes, and 140 pounds. Yeah, and, and you can palm, and you gave Cal Ripken buckets. That's okay. Like, we can acknowledge this <laughs> fact that you were able to do it. Of course, I want to talk about basketball and baseball all day long with you, but we will allow you to get going on your day. Um, we appreciate the time. Please follow Tim Kirkshin on Twitter at ESPN, at Kirkshin ESPN, I should say. Excuse me. We really appreciate the time. I want to talk more about some of the other players you gave buckets in your past, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. Okay, fellas. Thanks so much. See Thanks, you. Tim.